time. Did you find that real quick? <laughs> uh, I want to start off by saying thank you to a little group of people in our church for coming to sit in. I don't really know the Lord. I think it's awesome. When you stand up, I want to put them on the spot and thank you so much for coming to stand.
There's two key words in that, you know. And I don't know what the stuff in there to you. But the gospel love that he gave you. He gave you. When you love, you gave one option. It's a natural flow. Now you can give and not love. We all got you read one of your books to get through. You all probably get some groups that you, uh, you feel like they're good, you're one of the ones that are good area. Uh, we, we go to different groups and put a little, put it over in the overseas and we get the food for the hungry, other holy places, things that we believe in. And I'm not saying we have a true love for them. The love is a really great word. There's only really connection to love there. Playing the old story of God. He's an old talk farmer. And, uh, third generation hog farmer. He was first in a little community where they were. He wanted to be, for his first generation hog, he wanted to do something for him. So he tells some of the hogs and he's going to get him to the church and let him do something in his community. And so he uh, called up the church secretary to answer the phone. He goes, hey, is the head hog at the software? What? The head hog is across the air. What are you talking about? You come out of a pastor? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I guess so. But we put a reverend of the past real time at all. And she goes, well, well, whatever. That's what we'll do. And she goes, he says, uh, well, I'm going to call here local. I got some calls I got rid of. I got a small arm check. And we go first. And uh, I know you all do some good things. I don't go to church much at all, whatever. But I want to do this to your church. I know you do something good with it. And she goes, okay. So I tell you what, uh, we'll let him know. If I want you to go to the way, I'll give you $100,000. She goes, what? So we give you $100,000 for your church. And she goes, well, I'll tell you what, when he gets in here, I'll make sure, make sure that uh, <laughs> he calls you right away. He said, oh, 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 here he is. This guy didn't know he had a love for his friends, but he did. When you add love to your gift, it changes things totally. When we're born, we have a desire to be selfish. Maybe it's selfish. Changing, changing, working, looking dead. It's all about me. And when you grow up and mature, and you become a mature adult, you hope they don't stay baby all your life. I bet you say, me, 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 it's all about me, what you do for me, very selfish. But when you're born, you're selfish. When you're reborn, you Jesus, you become generous. You love to give. You love it because you just, I love you back to you. There's two ways in the water here. One little telling that one. That one here, you would not want to drink it. You could try it for one thing, it wouldn't last very long. This is probably salty water, okay? And it is so salty because it's like a red sea. The red sea takes in, takes in, takes in, takes in, takes in. Never gives out. Never. Is that nothing to live in? It's dead. No life to live in, no fish. There's nothing you ever need that place to just take in. A lot of Christians are that way. 
you would take that and give it to the church. I'm not saying, of course, I'm saying you took the whole idea that you gave that much love to Jesus that you were going to give him back. She was forgiven a lot of things. She was forgiven a lot of things she had done. She had a right that wasn't really uh, admirable. But she was changed the one in if you love Jesus, make for you. There's the lady who said, she's in the temple, and she puts her money and says, I don't know, I didn't say two things. And that two little coins, little smallest coins you can get, she put them to his hand. And Jesus was the only one who noticed She was unnoticed, but I never talked to several things that don't want anything else. Jesus says, she did more than anybody else. You know why that is? Because she gave out of her need and out of her heart. The other guys were giving out of abundance, a little bit of hidden points that they put in there. They just wanted to look at them. They wanted people to see them before they did it. The guys said, what you do in secret, probably more open. And they did it for no secret. Nobody felt the need of Jesus did. Jesus sees the little thing that you do. He sees the little thing. Tiny little thing that you do. He goes, oh, hmm. If you were Hebrews, I'll call you the boy here. Hebrews 11 6. Jesus is a rewarder of those who seek him. Anyway, number one. He says he is reward of those who diligently seek him. You cannot, if it's possible, God be a God. It's like the old story that the farmer went nuts trying to corner his cow around barn. He went nuts from this. You cannot be a God. You can't do it. You can't do it. The more you give him, the more he's going to pour back on you. But the one thing he looks at from David, from the woman, Mary, who gave that year's salary on his feet in the world, person, and he's letting you put two little coins in there. All of them, in his eyes, are either thin or not. Because he looks at that part. He looks at your part. Whatever you give, and you give it to him, you do it. Because you love him. That means more to him than any amount. He's going to touch his money. He's going to touch his things. We're going to touch his kids with your heart and your diligently speaking. And he becomes your reward. Your reward is not that they find out. And the selfish person, they give, okay, Father, we're going to get back to the term. What do we do? I tell you, but a generous person, they say, I don't want to do it. I want to do it because I love you. If you're the first person here, it is. I don't care about anything else. It's all about that to you. You see Jesus with all your heart. You have gone beyond normal Christmas. Normal Christmas. Normal Christmas. You have to take that level when Jesus is all in one. That's all the same. It's the truth. Jesus is not the focus point at all. There's a lot of Christians here who are. Christians are going to go to heaven, you know, 
that they're being robbed or robbing themselves or so much more. I will hope you would hear that if you're not robbing yourself of anything. I hope you're not shortchanging yourself. But God said, I want to give you all the gifts of yourself. It's all about food. It'll be all about food. Mark, Mark chapter 14, verse 9, he talks about that. He talks about the cause of what she did. People are very indignant with what she did. She was a wonderful person. She came in with a woman at a man's party and doing his thing. And also, they don't say that she was one that they should have done. And the guest went to the dinner and put the one she did. She did not do that. She did. But she was being remembered for all time because of her goodness. That little woman who went to that church and gave her two feet. She remembered her for all time. Not to say you want to do something to get remembered, that is not the point. The point is the motivation of this heart. Jesus, I love you. I love you. That's not good. You will give you things to do. Proverbs 11 25 says, He who refreshes others himself will be refreshed. So you can think for the people. I'm not going to have a church that did this at day one. I'm going to watch this church here in many, many ways. Sacrificially. I know you do it not because of anything of the church, because I do love you. He's the one who's the heart. He's the one who loves. He sees that heart. And I see that it's such a privilege to be part of the leadership of this church. And see the good that goes on. And you get to hear it. And it's just a pain. And that's what you can hear. The loss of it goes on. We never hear that. This is okay. It's just great to be able to be part of the Bible here so much. If you put a free out on the website, you can put that on the phone and get a little message. I can tell you what, we're innovating with you all. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Can you grab a flesh just for her daughter died the other day? Can I do a dinner for her? Do I know what it is? She just said, call us to us. Do all kinds of stuff. And you all get out of here too, where you think, being blessed. And it's key to love and teach it to other people who are willing to kill. And if you want to get the time, I get no problem with you, you'll get killed. If Jesus becomes a focal point, you find time. You find a way to get it done. You do the best you can do. Like I said, it can be David, Mary, and a little lady. And God's life is the same. They're doing the same because they get from my heart. There's a pretty true story. There's a guy who goes to one of his baby churches, and he's a special visitor. The one day he said, Down, that's the bank account, you know. From second account to IRA, the stocks and bonds that were all up, and they said, Wow, that's not me. Ooh, ooh, that's pretty nice. And so, that night, it's a true story. Once the people went to bed, and God said, How much do you have? You have your pockets in the second account. No, 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 no. How much do you have? How much do you have? How much do you have? You look at the price of God and the price of sin to you. 
he has been put in the world. He's the one who is after not saying this, and he's the one who is after not saying this. He's the one who is after not saying this. He's the one who is after not saying this. He's the one who is after not saying this. He's the one who is after not saying this. You go out there, you drive five, take five, that doesn't make a difference. You go out there, and you go to box 310. Go to box 310, unlock that box, and a million dollars waiting for you. How soon do you think you disappear there? Those of you who even have to fly, to fly out there to get that money. Now, let me fix you up for a bit. Go to Malachi 310. And there was that key. That says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. And no matter what the tithe is, tithe is plentiful, and we're going to bring it to your house. And we're not going to argue if you're going to tithe it to the rose or the net. You want to bless more? Give more. So there's a key. And God says, the tithe. And what happens is I can bring people up here if we promise. And I'm going to there is not a one of them that I wish I didn't do it. There is not one of them that said, wait for my time and money. But what you find out, what you are willing to give up that little 10% and 10% you do that, for those fake pearls, that can do more if you're 90% of tithing, then you're 100% of outside. It's called an obedient pledge. Your heart is for him. He is the one that you're after. He's the one that you love to please. And tithing is just an empty level. Okay, that's not the beginning of it. So there's things called tithes and then offerings. Offerings, which you may give to an organization, or organization, or whatever organization you may give to. That's an offering. And then there's also a thing called extravagance. That's like that one guy did. And he does say, give me your whole bank account. Give me your bank account and give it That's extravagant. Because if God ever brings you to that point where he wants you to be extravagant, no one's saying nobody knows that. Nobody knows about it. When you give extravagantly, it will be the greatest blessing you will ever see to come to you. You cannot have the God. It's impossible. He can try all you want. You can't get out there. He will bless you in ways that you can never imagine. Three times. I'm going to make a strong statement. I don't have a clue if this thing is coming up. This thing is coming up. It's not because he's needy. We give the God because we need to. It's a step of obedience. If you think I'm asking for your money, this is where the problem is made. Bring me out a little bit. You think you want your money. You take that time and you go to another church and give it to them. Okay? So the church says, we don't want your money. I'm not, I want you guys to go 
and finally give up three days. The fourth church, everybody here, can put their gift to the Holy Spirit and use it. I looked around, I had nothing else to give. 